Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Power to be Great. Do you want to be a great Christian? Ever thought about it? The question takes some unpacking. What is great, anyway? Since God's Word talks quite a bit about humility, would the desire to be a great Christian fly in the face of humility? Hmm. One thing I know is that God does not call us to be mediocre Christians. In fact, in Revelation chapter 3, such folks are called lukewarm, and God's thoughts about that are quite strong. As I think about what a great Christian might look like, several people come to my mind, and those people inspire me. One such person is Dwight Moody, a simple man who led thousands to know God. Moody was driven by this charge. The world has yet to see what God will do with and for and through and in and by the man who is fully consecrated to him. In that statement, we see the recipe for greatness, consecrating ourselves to God, that is, fully giving ourselves over to God, and letting His Holy Spirit work through and in us to change and transform us, to use us. Jesus told His disciples He would be leaving them, but He would not leave them alone. The Father would send another who would not just be with them, as He had been, but in them. After the Lord's resurrection, he remained just 40 days before he ascended into heaven. Jesus told his close disciples to go to Jerusalem, wait, watch, pray, and friends, stay together. Isn't that just like Jesus? He gives his loved ones clear instruction because God isn't into guessing games. They were to be a tight-knit community that stayed together and prayed together awaiting the promised Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit came ten days later, after Jesus ascended to heaven, His arrival could be heard, seen, and felt. You can read it in the first couple verses of Acts chapter 2. And life for Christ followers was forever changed. As Jesus had earlier promised, believers would know and experience spiritual power in Him, the sweet Holy Spirit. Folks have asked me, who is the Holy Spirit? Or is it what is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is a person, the third person of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He is not some vague, ethereal shadow, nor an impersonal force. He is a person equal in every way with the Father and the Son. Jesus had a lot to say about the coming of the Holy Spirit. Recorded in John chapter 14, Jesus said, He will give you another counselor to be with you forever. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. John 14, 17. And down in four- Verse 26, same chapter, Jesus said, The Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you of all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you.
So when you recall a verse that you've studied or memorized, it's the Holy Spirit that's bringing it to your mind. Jesus said, Unless I go away, the Counselor will not come to you. But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears. And He will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. Yes, the Holy Spirit is a who, a person. What does the Holy Spirit do? Takes up residence in believers at the time of conversion. Breathes new life in us initiates power for change in character, behavior, such as the fruits of the Spirit, recorded in Galatians 5, 23 working out in us things like faith, gentleness, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, and gentleness brings conviction and also comfort. The Holy Spirit unites the Christian community. It creates a bond between brothers. Equips believers with gifts. You can check out the list in 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12. The Holy Spirit gives guidance and direction through promptings. Helps us to be effective witnesses of what we have learned and experienced of God. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. That is to say, the Holy Spirit goes to the Father on our account. Read it. Romans 8, verse 26. Oh, I do so love the Holy Spirit and His work. He creates such passion and adventure, all the while anchoring us to the Word of God. Prior to this point, recorded in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit only empowered specific individuals for specific purposes. Moody, the world has yet to see what God will do with and for and through and in and by the man, woman, who is fully consecrated to Him. Give yourself fully to God. Devote yourself to Him and let Him lead you into greatness. Watch how the Holy Spirit changes you. Love well. Think well. Live with a passion and purpose for God.